Keeping it real with Aisha, RD and Prime. Good morning. On the Mixed Breakfast. Mix FM. Now, yesterday we did like a, a little KPI checkup, a review of RD. And we spoke to his partner, Eileen. And she said there, there are certain things she wish he would change. Lah. The fuller is a hogger. Lah. He's a hoarder. No. Yes. You guys are just lover for gossip and drama. <laughs> no, no, that's exactly what she said. She said she wished you had like, I don't know, less things maybe you'd stop shopping. Yeah, I have a bit of a problem when it comes to collecting. I'm a collector, I'm mind sure, you. Yeah. I'm a collector. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what they all <laughs> say, the ones in denial. So Aisha and I, I thought, you know what? As your family, we need to intervene in your life and get you in the right path of minimalism at least. Okay. And we found the best person to help you out, RD. Her name is Rebecca Jo Rushdie and she is actually a Konamari consultant. La, this is like Konamari as in Marie Kondo. Wow. Okay, Rebecca Jo, please tell us what is the Konmari method? If you haven't watched her Netflix show which you know blew up in 2019, it was founded by Marie Kondo and she had written gosh, she is on her 6th book right now, but her her original book, The Life-Changing Magic of um, Tidying Up, it sold millions of copies worldwide. And so her method, it actually it infuses a lot of positive psychology into the art of decluttering. So we're actually letting go with gratitude rather than focusing on what we want to eliminate in our life. Okay. So it sounds really, you know, you take a moment to think about that, right? Like, so rather than focusing only on like, oh, well, I don't want throw, throw, throw. We're focusing on, I love this. I want to keep this. This holds a special space in my heart. And then it just makes it so much easier to get rid of the rest. Like, for example, let's say that you have like 10 black t-shirts. If you start with your favorite ones, the ones that you will reach for, the ones that are like, you know, that resounding yes, there's no question about it, you know, your favorite t-shirt, then the other ones, when you compare it, it's going to be a lot easier to let go of that, right? So, um, and the, and Komari method, it. It's also really different from traditional organizing method. And I'll talk about that a little bit later on as well. But I just wanted to share with you guys the steps of Komari too. So when we're able to clear our space, then we're actually creating new mental space. This is why people love the method so much, right? Like, and there's a lot of science to back that up as well. So the first step is commitment. The Komari method First step is commitment because wishing and wanting is not a plan. And the second step is actually to imagine your ideal lifestyle. You might be thinking like, what does this have to do with decluttering and having more space at home? But the ideal lifestyle, you know, like the power of visualization is so it's, you know, like it's un. You, you can't actually, you can't deny it. And there's a lot of science that goes behind it as well. So you have to imagine your ideal lifestyle because then it will actually pave the way for you to align yourself with what you actually want to be surrounded with. Uh, Aisha and I, we like to think that we're minim- minimalists. See, I'm nervous mm-hmm. saying the word this because morning. Because you're not oh, one. getting that. I you're am getting one. that. If you are one, then you would know how to say it. As usual, the fella that was so angry, obviously he felt he feels angry because you know he's being insulted. Yeah. So so we're all here because we need to help RD, our our radio guy, our radio guy, our partner. So, I'm, I'm no longer a friend or a colleague. Okay, 
Okay, so the first thing is to try and understand RD. Like, where is he coming from? So why do people hold on to their possessions? Why do they have a lot of stuff and find it so hard to let go? Like his exes. <laughs> well, you know, you, you nailed it, right? Like, in the word, it's fear. That's why we hold on. Fear of what? Fear of, you know, it might be guilt over your money spent, fear of offending the person that, you know, gave you something. There's a lot of scarcity mindset as well. And there's also a lot of generational trauma that we actually don't think about, right? Like all of our ancestors have gone through wartime, famine, bankruptcy, all that kind of stuff. And it actually trickles down into our psyche as well. So we actually pick up what do you think about that, Artie? No, absolutely. I can still my my ancestors. Why waste it? Keep like that's you could use it one day into my genes. Yeah, you could use it one day. That's why we pass it on yeah. to other generations. Actually, having known right? Artie for the longest time, the first one is actually what he's going through. This fella is a shopaholic. Every time there is like you know the sale one one two two three yeah. three, he's like, oh guys, sale. Yeah, oh, yeah. and he feels yeah. guilty right after. Yes. Yeah. And that's another thing, FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. That's still right? fear. There you go. Exactly. It's all fear. It's all fear. It all goes back to fear. So it's an emotional attachment to things that we have already outgrown as well. How did this turn into a vulnerable conversation? Like, okay, yes, I am afraid of things, of letting it go. Okay. Wow. Are you guys happy now? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you still getting that. things from your ex. So that speaks volume. Because they're nice furniture. Now, um, I mean, hoarding is one thing, eh, Rebecca. But what about people who really struggle to stay organized? What do you do then? It's all about the system. And through practice, it becomes muscle memory. And it, you go, you just do it on autopilot. You know, you train yourself to put things back to where it belongs. And over the course of time, and this applies to anyone who has family members, multiple family members in the house as well, because mm-hmm. that's one of the biggest questions I get. They're like, how do I make my husband, mother, children tidy up after? And I'm like, it's all about the system. The, why does clutter accumulate? Because, you know, if you're holding a pile of things, right? Like, What do humans do? We just find any flat surface plop it down, and then the mountain starts to build. But uh, in all honesty, I am learning so much from you, Rebecca. And as I guess I would say, like, as a Conmarian, as Prem would play. Yes, Conmarian. Right? <laughs> Have you, in yeah. your career, experienced or encountered anyone who's actually happier and more productive with clutter or without clutter? And that's a great question, Artie, because, you know, clutter is never going to make you happier or more productive. And there's the science behind it, which is that it actually raises your cortisol levels just by looking at clutter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, there's yeah. so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, so, yeah. if you have 20 yeah. motorbikes, then yeah. you don't. Uh. What? <laughs> okay, what? <laughs> no, 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 yeah. because it's important. You have a home for oh, every of this 20 motorbikes. motorbikes. That's fine. That's, yeah. A, yeah. that's a different and, problem. You know, I, I, it's perfect because it circles back to what we we're saying in the beginning as well. Actually, Kumar is not about minimalism. You can have 100 items that sparks joy. You can have 1,000 items that sparks joy, but you just have to be honest about it. You know, you can be a maximalist and also Kumari. Uh, I know a lot of parents are asking this. Can you Kumari children? Like decide which kid you, you yeah. love more and, and not? There are there were many, many days where I wished I could co-marry my children. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Rebecca. You've been an absolute star. I Aisha RD and Prane on the mixed breakfast. Keep it right here with today's best music.